0: NFL Saturday is here today. I'm going to go through Saturday's slate of games and give you my four favorite picks for you guys. Let's recap Thursday Night Football, though. A one in one day. Zay Jones soars under, as we predicted, but the Jets do not come through. Either way, we're on a 10 2 run. We were 9 1 last week. A one in one day. We won't worry about that. Let's hopefully go 4 0 today. If you are new, my name is Austin from Calling or Shot. We do these videos every single day, and I'm going to do one not only for today, but I'm going to do one for Sunday's NFL slate. And we'll do one for Monday Night Football. We do our daily NBA best bets videos. It's a great day to be alive. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Christmas to all of you out there. If you ever need any sportsbook signup bonuses, definitely check out the description, but we have a couple ones for prize picks and for underdog fantasy, both two great places to place your player prop parlays. And if you sign up for either of them using code COS or the link down below in the description, you get a 100% deposit match. Whatever you deposit, you get that matched with free money up to 100 bucks. Take advantage. All the links are down below in the description. Let's have a great day. Let's go 4-0. I'll have my Sunday slate of nfl videos live on christmas uh, probably christmas eve sometime on that there but let's dive into our favorite picks and i'm gonna go to my spread pick of the day and I'm taking the ravens minus six and a half which is currently minus 107 on points bet now you look at this ravens team i won't lie to you they haven't looked good as of late and lamar jackson again gonna be out for this game they're gonna lie on tyler huntley to step up here now the ravens haven't beaten a team by seven or more points or covering this line since week 11 versus the carolina panthers lucky for them they get to face another nfc south team one of the worst divisions so far this year in the atlanta falcons on saturday now the ravens coming off a 13-3 loss to the browns last week ravens is fun fact for you haven't lost back-to-back games all year long and i don't think they're going to start on saturday now look they had games on the schedule next week. They'll play the Steelers, I believe. The week after, they play the Bengals. So this is a must-win game for them. And obviously, they're still trying to chase the Bengals, one game behind them in the division. And you look at this. I just don't like this matchup for the Falcons. I think this is a big game for the Ravens to come out here. And you're gonna have to bundle up because the weather projects to be pretty dang cold. But like the Falcons' defense has not been great this year. 28th in total yards allowed. 28th in passing yards allowed. And 21st in rushing yards. So you got a Falcons' defense that can't do much. And they got a Ravens' defense that's primed for a great bounce back and they're great against the run allowing the third fewest rushing yards per game and the third fewest rushing yards per carry so they've been great against the ground and we know this falcons team what do they want to do run the football and with desmond ritter making his second career start most likely look they're going to force him into some rookie mistakes when he passes the ball but they're going to want to lean on the run and it's just not a good offense or defense to run up against the baltimore ravens that is i like the ravens offense to get back on track against the bad Falcons defense. I know the Falcons have been cover cover wagons this year. I don't think they cover on Saturday. Give me the Ravens minus six and a half as my player prop or spread pick of the day. But let's dive into three player props and we'll get on out of here. We're diving into Darius Slayton of the New York Giants over 52 and a half receiving yards, minus 113 on FanDuel. Now I'd probably play this up to 57 and a half. Slayton has gone under this line in two straight games with 42 and 23 receiving yards. But prior to that, he had gone over in six straight games with 90, 63, 86, 95, 66, and 58 receiving yards. And I think Slayton gets back to what he hadn't been doing the previous six weeks, prior to the last two. He had some tough matchups against his division rivals, the Eagles and the Commanders. Two teams that allow the first and the eighth fewest passing yards. So now you get a Vikings team that allows the second most passing yards. Oh, that's the fewest passing yards. Now you get a Vikings team that allows the second fewest pass or second most passing yards in the NFL, the second most pass yards per attempt. I think Daniel Jones is primed for a pretty good game as well as this whole New York Giants offense. Now, Slayton should be heavily targeted, six plus targets in four of the last five games, and he's been pretty good. The Vikings defense should be able to give up some points to this New York Giants offense, and on the other side, the Giants should, defense has not been that great, so they're going to give up some points to a very good Vikings offense. You look at the Vikings, a lot 23 wide receivers to hit this over. This just in 14 games, if there's any wide receiver to go over 53 yards against the Vikings, it's likely, likely going to be Slayton, the guy that can do it in one play. Play. I really like Darius Slayton. I think you can fire him up in fantasy football as a flex play, but I really like his over 52 and a half receiving yards, probably play it up to 57 and a half or so. Let's move it on. Two more player props, both unders for quarterbacks, Gardner Minshew of the Philadelphia Eagles under 236 and a half passing yards, minus 114 on FanDuel. I picked this at the highest point. It might go up a little bit, but I don't think so. I play this down to about 225 and a half. Now Minshew, It's going to be slotted in as the Eagles starting quarterback because Dalen Hurts will be out with the shoulder injury. Now, obviously, Minshew, I love to root for him, but it's just going to be a tough matchup against the Cowboys coming off a terrible week. The Cowboys stunk last week, losing, giving up 40 points to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, you look at Minshew, he made a start last year for Philadelphia versus Dallas, the last game of the season. Only threw for 186 yards, and that was a game that the Eagles were lost 51 to 26. So there are a lot of passing situations there. It's no guarantee that the Cowboys are winning in this game. It's only a four-point spread, although it is expected they do win. But either way, the Cowboys' defense coming off a terrible week, giving up a 311 passing yards last week. They're one of the better units in the league, and I expect them to bounce back in this game against the divisional opponent. In fact, the Cowboys, allow the third-fewest passing yards per game, the fourth-fewest passing yards per attempt, and at home, their passing defense... Been even better i know people pick on trevon diggs and other guys but their secondary has been pretty solid now in 14 games this year 12 quarterbacks all gone under them this line 236 and a half passing yards and this is not a high line the only two guys to go over the line against the cowboys trevor lawrence last week and matthew stafford now i love gardner Minshew. Yeah, I just don't know if he's going to have as as much of a rapport with his wide receivers as we've seen Jalen Hurd starting every single game this year. Now, you look at the Cowboys at home, held all eight starting quarterbacks under this line, and that included Tom Brady, included Joe Burrow, two of the more pass-happy offenses in the league. I don't expect the Eagles game plan to be pass-heavy, expect them to lean on the ground game with Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, and obviously Miles Sanders. We saw Jalen Hurts first Cowboys earlier this year, only threw for 155 yards and only ran for 27. So I think they're gonna limit him. I don't really love trusting a backup quarterback to go over a line like this. Like I think Minshew goes under, will take his under 236 and a half passing yards. Now my fourth and final play of the day, Got to go to another bad weather game. It's the Bills in, J- in Chicago taking on the Bears. Taking Justin Fields under 134 and half passing yards, minus 115 on DraftKings. Now, I play this down a couple more yards, and you're really banking on some bad weather here. But either way, Fields could go under this line in a regular game. But the bad weather should be able to factor in here. Because Fields, if you look at his lines, he's gone over in four straight games. But like I said, the weather's going to be bad. It's expected with a high of 13 degrees, probably lower, because there's 20 to 30 mile per hour winds expected in this game. And he also gets a tough matchup against a Bills secondary that's getting healthier and looking pretty solid. Now, you look at the Bills, able to hold down Tua Tagovailoa and the Dolphins' high-flying passing offense last week. I think Tua threw for 230 yards, which is honestly a lot, or very little for Tua, who's normally throwing for over 300. And you look at Josh Allen's yardage numbers, he's sitting at 220 and a half. Normally Josh Allen's in the 275, so it's clear. And you look at Justin Fields not to throw an interception. Justin Fields would not throw a pick. It's minus 190. I think the books are pretty clear. He's not going to be trying to stretch the field. He's not going to be throwing it a lot. I think a very run-heavy script, and it helps that Khalil Herbert, a very good running back, the backup for the Bears, will be back for this game. He's just got taken off IR. David Montgomery's still there. Justin Fields can scramble and make plays. I think we're expecting a very run heavy script. Not just me. The books are expecting a very run heavy script for this uh, Bears offense. I'm not a meteorologist, but I do not expect a very pass happy game with a ton of wind. Very cold game. I think we're going to see a lot of ground game for both teams. Maybe the Bills throw a little bit more because obviously it's the Bills. They'll throw it in the worst of the worst conditions. But you look in a bad weather game earlier this year versus San Francisco in Chicago. Granted that was rain and not just cold weather and winds. You saw fields only complete eight passes for 121 yards going under this line. He got 51 of those yards on one play. I know it's a low line, but I think it's low for a reason. Fields can run and scramble and make plays with his feet, but he's been getting banged up. He's always limping every single game. So look, I love fields. He's been great this year, but i am taking his under 135 or 34 and a half passing yards. You might have be able to get it a little bit right around that line on a bunch of different books, but sorry fields. I love you, but I'm going to take in your under. So those are my favorite plays of the day. Four plays stick to it. This is for Christmas Eve slate of games. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to all those out there. We'll have a separate video for Sunday slate. Obviously, that's Christmas, but we'll post that probably on Friday or on Saturday, probably evening or probably live around 5 or 6 p.m. Appreciate you guys as always. Let me know your favorite plays down below in the comments. Let's go 4-0 today. Let's have a great day and I'll see you guys back again for the normal NBA daily videos and of course, all the other videos you know and love on the channel. My name is Austin. signing out. Use those sportsbook signup links for prize picks and for underdog. You sign up using code COS or the link down below. You get 100% deposit match. Take advantage of it. Spend time with your friends and family. See you guys in the next one. Peace out.